those of you that are here, welcome to the Bubbleberry Otter Spotlight. Uh, tonight our guest is none other than uh, original GameStop launch creator, uh, Ordinary Adam. Um, welcome to the show. Thanks, dude. Yeah, thanks for uh, inviting me. Yeah, not a problem. Um, so super excited to actually finally get to talk to you. Uh, I know, you know, we've been kind of chatting for a while and, um, you know, uh, we've worked on a few things. Uh, and yeah, it's nice to, to finally get to ask you some questions and I'm sure the, uh, the community is going to have some questions for you as well. Um, those of you who are in the audience already, um, if you want to ask a question for Ordinary Adam, um, go ahead and post that in the Artist Spotlight uh, channel, uh, the chat channel, um, and we'll get those questions asked for you. Um, okay, well, uh, let's go ahead and, and get started. Um, so. I guess first thing that we will start off with is is sort of your um, your your history as an artist. You know what what got you into art to begin with? Um, if you want to go back that far, yeah, uh, that, that's cool. Uh, I started doing pixel art when I was about uh, twelve years old, and um, the reason I started doing that is because uh, I used to play on this old game engine that's like this old multiplayer game engine called Beyond, B-Y-O-N-D. And uh, it was somewhere where people could, you know, program games and create them themselves and then, uh, you know, play them with each other. So at that time, I uh, wanted to make my own game. And so in order to make your own game, you either needed to uh, downloaded, uh, download, uh, tile sets and spreadsheets and all that stuff. And, you know, use that, or you could create your own art and, uh, I wanted to create my own. So that's, that's why I started to do it. Actually, no, wait, hold on. Let's go back before that. I had RPG maker. I was really into Ooh. final fantasy and I had RPG maker and I tried to make my own sprites and I don't even remember what they look like, but I can't imagine they look good. Cause I think I had to be like, eight or nine maybe because i think it was like rpg maker 99 or something like that wow, like the, okay. it was the first iteration of it so i remember trying to do it in like paint or something and uh yeah it's it, it goes back far enough where you know um i've been dabbling in it for a long time and it it was like very um touch and go with you know how committed i was because my main uh, my primary reason i did it was for you know game development Okay, and so, so your fans could they expect to see any of that old content come out? Oh God, you know what? Have any I wish I, drive somewhere. <laughs> I might have some screenshots of the first game I created somewhere. I know it's floating around on the web. Okay. Um, well, uh, yeah. So you're gonna have to take that and level it up and and mint something because possibly I'm, I'm gonna sure try. Everyone would want to see that. Um, yeah, so that, that's that's super cool that you're you know you started with game development and I know that you're you know you're doing some game development right now uh, still is that right? Yeah, yeah, I'm working on uh, what lies beneath, and um, there's something else I also plan on. Actually, there's two other projects that I plan on working on, um, but right now I'm working on what lies beneath. That is, um, I would say they may be a, a month or two away from completing uh its functionality so all the mechanics will basically be completely done uh for the game but then i have to build out you know the entire game after that but the mechanics are, are almost done um, and i'm taking my time with the game itself uh, i really want it to be something special so uh yeah it, it is a work in progress and you know it's not a, a game i'm just pushing out to say hey look nft utility you know it's not you know a platformer game you see on l1 you know when they say there's utility and it's just a character running across an infinite runner uh it's it's a fully fledged game oh that sounds great um so tell us more about the game how is that like i know that you've released some screenshots and it's sort of silent hill-esque right can you tell us yeah, more about yes. it yeah, it's like heavily inspired by Silent Hill and Resident Evil. So it's it's actually a project I started working on in 2018. And um, it's something that I kind of failed at at the time. I didn't really have the funds nor the time to actually throw myself at it fully. 
and uh, a lot's changed since then. But I do have, you know, the full, you know, the story is is done. Um, the the flow of the game is done. Like I've got the storyboard and everything. Uh, it's been in the works for quite some time, I guess you could say, because I've been sitting on it for so long. Uh, but it is a survival horror game with a story and you know combat a little bit clunky on purpose because you know it's a horror game uh and it uh it's it's more leaning on atmospheric so it it relies on the sound and the lighting even though it's pixel art um i don't know if you guys anybody else has played lone survivor that's a very pixelated horror game but it can still make you kind of i don't know nervous so that's what i want to play into Oh, that sounds exciting. I know, you know, the Resident Evil community and the, the horror game community is has got a really like diehard fan base, so to to make something in that genre I think is gonna be it's gonna go over pretty well. Um so the the game, uh you said it's called What Lies Beneath. That that's it its development is in primarily you or are you working with someone? Me and another developer that are working on it. It's somebody I hired to help with you know, particular mechanics that I just, I don't have time to throw myself at. Um, he's putting a lot of the base work in for me so that I can just start running with it. Uh, okay. Right. I'd say like maybe 50% he's going to be doing, and then I'll take over the rest of the 50% for as far as the programming. Uh, but the, the art would be all mine as well. And I've hired a composer for the music. Um, I, I posted a few songs and um there's probably going to be maybe one voice actor for a couple of scenes, but nothing too crazy for voice acting. I want it to be mostly just a dialogue. Uh, I might have a video kicking around here somewhere that I could probably post in the chat. Let's yeah, see. I'm sure. I'm sure everyone would like to to check that it's out a, uh, if they haven't seen it already. Yeah, it's it's a little old the footage, so I mean I can post it. But um, where should I throw it? Oh, you can just put it in the artist spotlight uh, chat channel it's just right above the one we're in uh yeah everybody go check that out um if you if you're not familiar with the game um you know some exciting stuff coming out uh from from ordinary adam um you know uh, i know that's you know it's just one of um you know a handful of nft projects that you're that you're working on right now right yeah um i i have too many uh, <laughs> i i have this thing i mean like I have ADHD, so I, I definitely jump around a lot, and I kind of need to mm -hmm. um, in order to stay focused, which I know sounds kind of weird. Uh, I kind of work better when I'm under pressure, and I've got some timelines to hit. Uh, but I am working on kind of everything you see on the on the marketplace. I mean, if you, if you go to my, if, so let's just I'll just go to my collections. If you go to my collections and you take a look, you know, uh, it may look like I have a ton of collections. Um, but m two of them are based around charity. Mm -hmm. So that would be uh, Furry Friends and um, Babies Are Us. Uh, one of them is for community rewards. So that's for like doing community events, uh, which I'll also touch on maybe in a minute. I have kind of an announcement. I got oh, the okay to give it. Uh, yeah, I got, I got the okay to make an announcement here if I wanted to just like a few minutes ago. But yeah, Power to the Community is like for like... Uh, Community events where, you know, if you attend my game night or participate in anything, I can just, like, send you something for fun, like you beat me in a game or something. Um, I've got my collab collection um, and my toys and my cards and what lies beneath. Uh, the rest are Emily's, which is Monkey Business. That's Maple Artistry. So Monkey Business is her collection. Furry Friends is her collection. Babies Are Us is hers. And For Forgotten Blade is hers, as well as The Witching Hour, which is a yearly collection that only comes out during halloween very nice yeah i'm, I'm looking here um you know the, the witching hour is pretty terrifying i've got to admit when you get when, when she came out with that <laughs> i uh yeah i didn't quite know what to think um but it was do you want to know the inspiration yeah yes so so uh so emily uh sometimes she'll kind of like i don't know she'll get out of the shower or she'll like look down at certain times and she's very easily she, she gets jump scared a lot okay. and she'll see her own hair and just think it's a spider and she'll just like <laughs> scream randomly so when i was developing monsters for what lies beneath she like she was inspired to make something creepy 
And so she thought, oh, this hair thing would be really cool. And that's actually really funny because I told her that I was like, oh, it's like the girl from The Ring. And she didn't even know what that was. Uh, so that that was kind of funny to me that she accidentally developed like a very similar creepy, you know, horror icon without even realizing it. Right. Yeah. It's 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 pretty pretty well known uh, in the horror community. Who you know, kind of yeah. long black hair horror creepy girl like you know it's it's goes hand in hand so uh the fact that she did she wasn't aware when she made that it's it's, it's pretty oh, that's hilarious <laughs> yeah. yeah so um so you have all these collections you have you know a game coming out you have a lot of amazing stuff um you you, you touched on uh utility uh, before when you were talking about the game um did did you start did you feel the pressure to put out a game because of the call for utility in the community? I know that you touched on that before, but um, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people are feeling that pressure and succumbing to it. Um, mm. What do you think about that? Yeah, so at the beginning, um, you know, when the marketplace was new and, and people you know, were talking about utility a lot, I did feel pressure, um, to be honest. Um, and that's why I also pushed out, I think I was one of the first to push out airdrops into the for for um yeah I so. yeah 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 and i think that was a part of that pressure but it wasn't even really pressure when i did it because i just wanted to give back as well uh but when it comes to the game itself um there was no thought of of utility for the game the the, the what lies beneath i started the collection because i wanted to make a, a an ethan toy so Ethan is my main character in the, the the game, and I really wanted to make an Ethan toy. And I was already starting to come up with ideas to make the game again, or like throw myself at it again. And uh, I came up with the collection idea, which I mean, if people don't know what it is, uh, it's a collection of scenes from the game, and it's also um, kind of like a online puzzle collection too. So. You know, I hide hints and things inside of the NFTs that are released, and then you can go to my website. I, I still have to set up the next puzzle, so there's nothing there right now. But you can go to my website, and you can, you know, find a URL slug based on clues I've left and find your way to maybe the answer. And if you plug in the right answer, you get airdropped a reward for solving the puzzle. So there's it's kind of like a game within a game for a game. And uh, yeah, it's it's a fun collection. I haven't updated it in a while because I've been, you know, working on so many collections as well as the art for the game. But there should be something coming soon for that. Excellent. So, so what are you uh, what are you currently working on the most? Uh, you said you, you uh, got to you know put this on the on the back seat for a minute to work on something else. Oh well, this is this is one of the things that that is like in primary focus. It's just it's a long process because of how much work I have to put into it. So it's this and it's um, the cards and pixel toys, the cards and the pixel toys. I'm kind of in the development process of, you know, evolving the toys as well as evolving the cards. I don't want to go too much into detail, but um, I'm going to, I'm going to try to bring it up another level. I have, I have a problem where I'm not really ever satisfied with where things are at and, I keep trying to evolve it. So um, yeah, I, I'm working on those two. And it's an interesting process because one of the things I'm trying to do hasn't really been done on the marketplace yet. And it's becoming a little bit of an adventure trying to figure out how to do it. But um, yeah, it's it's more right now, I'm kind of in the early development stages of moving the cards to the next level and the toys. But right now I'm working on like regular releases for the cards and whilst, you know, the generation three is is under development. Okay. And you know, since we're on the topic of, of games, um I I noticed that you made a, a 3D goose from your uh from your goose card. Um what <laughs> is, what's that for exactly, or is that just for fun? Um, that one. I saw you that killing one. some pandas with goose okay. a, a while back, so I had to ask about it. <laughs> oh, that one is specifically for um, just for fun, um, but 
There's more, but I won't say anything else. Oh, okay. All right, all right. <laughs> all right, we're touchy, getting getting a little touchy subject here. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay, so let's let's switch let's switch it up a little bit. Let's um, tell me about your charitable work. I know that um, when the GameStop uh, Marketplace first launched, um, you know your collection was one of the ones that did you know really well, and you know you you ended up putting a lot of that money toward uh, a charity to to build a school. Um, yeah, yeah. So, t- uh, where exactly was that? Uh, is that school being built? And tell me more yeah, about it's, it. Yeah, it's it's in it's in Mali, Africa, and um, so we actually. So, how, where do I even start with this? So, we wanted to build a school. We started talking a long time ago about Moas, of course, mm-hmm. and how you know it was my my mom's dream. You know, she's no longer with us, but it was her dream to build a school in Africa one day. That was like her thing. Um, and we talked about like, okay, if if you know Moas happens, let's let's build a school or something or do something really charitable. And when we got the, you know, we, we got the windfall from the, the marketplace, you know, we, we have a platform, we can, we can do something. Why don't you, why, why don't we just do it now? And then, yeah, we, we came up with the idea for Babies Are Us and uh, Emily worked in early childhood education for like a, quite a long time. And it inspired a lot of her, uh, her art, <laughs> her funny little art. And uh, yeah, we didn't actually expect the reception that we got, to be honest, we fully, you know, expected to pay the majority of the school um, ourselves and just take what we made from the collection and just help chip in towards it. Um, and we actually ended up raising, I think, more than half. If you look at the volume, it shows 27 ETH. A lot of that is um, like a decent chunk of that is actually just like retrading, like royalties. Mm-hmm. Um, so we 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 paid, I think. I think about half from our funds and then half from the collection. And we worked with an organization called uh, Build a School in Africa. And it's this nonprofit that's really, really small. Um, it's like these four people. Uh, one is this like super, super sweet old lady that is in the U.S. And, you know, she, she's she been amazing. Uh, she, she has two contacts in Africa that, you know, one is a – a mayor of a town and another is used to work for like a, a rescue organization and they, they help um, work with the government to get these schools made. So what they do is they, they have these pro- profiles made for certain communities that need schools and uh, they'll find the ones that really, really need it. And they'll propose them, you know, to whoever's trying to help. And, uh, you know, we, we chose the one in Mali because um, they desperately needed it. Not only, but but not only that, they they had an issue where the kids there had to drop out at like grade six because uh, there was no middle school for them to go to. So it was that you know, like they to drop out or they go to a neighboring village and stay with somebody. But like that's not always an option. So what we did is we chose that community specifically so that the kids you know aren't separated from the families or even just can get like a better education and then move on from there wow so not only are you you know helping build a school you're helping keep families together um yeah yeah you know in a place where you know that might not be as easy as you would you know someone with our um you know our background might think it would be so uh, yeah, that's it's really it's it's really exciting that you're doing that. It's really inspiring, um, and you know, I I just I really wish that more people uh, in the community uh, would you know would would kind of look toward doing those kind of charitable events um, versus you know um, maybe putting funds into a, you know a gaming project that that you know it is not it is is not going to be uh, it's not going to really fill a need um like like you're doing right now so i know what you mean like and and the thing i thought about which which is interesting is like philanthropy through nfts is actually super super cool because you know not only are you supporting you know a cause but you're also getting something for it 
Now it's something that you can hang on to and say like, and you know, you can look back on it and be happy or you can retrade it and make some of your money back. And then the money you make back, you're also making the royalties and giving it to the charity again. So it's, it's kind of an interesting concept because it's not like GoFundMe where it's just like you donate and then, you know, you don't receive anything, not that you should, but it's a nice like keepsake. And like, you might even forget one day that, oh, I, I donated to this thing and I completely forgot about it. But it's kind of just like a nice token to have like in your wallet and remember. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, I've got, uh, my most recent one was the BB's R Us, um, where it's, uh, it's shoveling concrete and uh, building the wall. Mm, yeah, uh, so I yeah, saw that the other day. <laughs> Yeah, we we should have another one coming soon. Um, the school's actually supposed to be done this month. Oh, exciting! So, yeah, so we're actually waiting for an email any minute. Uh, we don't know when it's coming, but it's it might be like the final photos of of the uh, the school being completed, and yeah, we're excited. Oh man, I, I bet like uh, as soon as you get a, a picture of like the first <laughs> class of children that's going to that school, like maybe they took a picture in front of the school and sent it to you, like. I'm I sure, think they will. Yeah, I'm sure that you'll get something like that, and yeah, that's gonna be uh, that's gonna be a huge milestone. Um, yeah, and and they told us too. The the organization told us that um, you know historically in that region and in Africa, you know a lot of a lot of girls can't you know they they couldn't go to school as much as the boys could. Like it was not as encouraged, and uh, now it seems like it's changing. And we were told that the enrollment is over 300 students to start with our school. And it's more girls than boys, which they said is not really very common. And that was pretty nice to hear. That's, that's incredible. That's just yeah. absolutely incredible. Um, so regarding philanthropy with NFTs, I mean, it, you know, once this, once the school is built and, you know, the classes are in session, well, you know, what's next? What do you, you have any other plans for, you know, philanthropic, um, you know, endeavors with NFTs or crypto in general? Yeah, no, we, we're, we're still planning that part, but yes, it's a hundred percent like in the cards for us. We're, we're kind of choosing our, our next target per se <laughs> and, and just seeing what we can do within scope. Um, it really depends like on market dynamics and, and what we can do and where we can help. And, you know, it could be something as far as like, maybe we build a smaller school, maybe we build a clinic, maybe it's an animal shelter or supplies for schools, depending on how we do. But yes, there are plans. Have you, um, have you given thought to maybe starting your own like 501c3 charitable organization? Yes. Yes, yes. Uh, that's something that we're we're looking into, a hundred percent. Yeah, because I I just feel like that would really give you the you know the footing to to really kind of lean into your philanthropic efforts. Um, you know, considering that you're you're going to be doing more of that in the future, uh, might be a good idea. Um, yeah, we're definitely uh, looking into that. Yeah, that's man, that's it's super impressive. I like I said, I just I wish more people in the community uh, you know did that kind of thing. Um, you know, regarding regarding the amount of you know sales that are coming in, the amount of royalties that that you're getting to you know to fund your efforts, um, do you feel like if if you were to stop producing NFTs that you'd be forgotten? Because I've heard that sort of um, I've heard that sort of sentiment in the community occasionally, uh, especially when oh. coming from smaller artists. They feel like you know if they stop producing uh, NFTs that they're just going to get forgotten in two, in two weeks. Cause uh, you know, we all know two weeks in the Looprint community is basically like a year. So <laughs> yeah, it's actually true. Uh, um, yeah. So what do you think about that? Yeah. Uh, to be, uh, you know, I haven't really thought about it to be honest. Um, I don't, I don't think so, at least for myself. And I think it ties back into like pre marketplace and, you know, my original goal pre-marketplace was to just make fun memes of the saga that, you know, the roller coaster that we're on. So um, it wasn't ever really my idea to become remembered. I don't really care to be remembered. Um, I just wanted to make fun stuff that people, you know, laughed at and also had like a keepsake, you know, to say, oh, yeah, like I remember that time that you know, Jim Cramer snorted cocaine. I mean, I didn't see it happen, but you know, we all know, <laughs> so, we all know it happened. Yeah. Come on. Like, uh, <laughs> so like, yeah, I, 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 you know, I haven't really thought about it. I haven't really had that kind of pressure where I'm worried about being forgotten per se. 
Um, I have felt the pressure to to get NFTs out at at, at a particular pace, and just to make sure that you know the community's happy because I feel like unbelievably grateful. You know, my my first NFT was like my first NFT was like the the um a screenshot of a prototype of a game where i used a sprite that wasn't mine but like all the other art in the background was mine oh, and it was just like this. yeah so like i used this like old screenshot of a game i was working on and i posted it and i was like you know anybody want this it wasn't like meant as like a like a hey guys i want to start making nfts uh i think it was the annual shareholder meeting was coming up and i wanted to just hype people and then people started, you know, picking it up pretty quickly, just like getting me to send it to them. And then, you know, I created the the headquarters and that blew up and people were like, hey, like this is taking you like seven hours to draw. You should probably at least charge for your time <laughs> because I was starting to become sleep deprived. And uh, yeah, then from there, it just kind of exploded and I never thought I would be trying pixel art, to be honest, to, as like a, a source of, you know, not only like supporting myself, but like making people happy. Wait, so so pixel art is not the medium that you were working in before? You don't have, you didn't have, um, you know, kind of a, an established, uh, you know, work experience in pixel art before? No, no, God, no. I, uh, the only experience that I really had was just trying indie game development on my own. Wow, okay. Um, dabbling in it yeah no i actually work for a telecommunications company wow um yeah so, yeah, so yeah. for for someone to have come so far with you know with with pixel art uh in such a short time that's that's very impressive um you know I, i'm sure most of your community and i mean i thought so as well i thought you'd been doing this for decades um oh well, pixel art i've been doing since i was 12 but it was very on and off and as a hobby oh, okay gotcha so you did have experience yeah. in it before you started, you know, really digging into it, making the cards. Correct. Yeah, I never, I never did it for a sustained amount of time, like when I started making NFTs. Gotcha. Okay. You know, um, what you said about your, you know, kind of your origins in the NFT community, I, I've heard, you know, uh, from from other artists before. It's like, oh, well, I just made this thing for fun, or I just made mm -hmm. this as a joke. And, you know, people were clamoring for me to mint it and as, as an NFT and send it to them. And it just kind of, you know, went out of control from there. Um, do you, uh, you know, I'm assuming you still have some of those members in your community from, from the old Superstock days. But, um, you know, tell us more about the, you know, the time before the market. Um, you know, you mentioned Moas, you mentioned, you know, GameStop. Um, yeah. So I, I assume that, you know, you were, you know, you were GameStop ape long before you know even loop ring uh was a thing is that right yeah no i uh okay when did i get in um was it before january or after it, it was very <laughs> shortly after january okay um yeah t t truth be told and i've said this before um i found dogecoin and oh. that was my first crack addiction into uh Hey, into the it's, space. It's, it's a gateway coin man it was and it was mostly because <laughs> it was such a wholesome thing and i love dogs so it was kind of just a fun shit coin thing that we just you know yeah. i loved it and then from there i surprisingly enough i found amc which i stayed in for for like oh, two months and um you know i didn't like i think i sold in may may 2021 oh. uh right at the run-up i was gonna say you probably I, did pretty well then yeah, and it went on to GME, and uh, since then I had been loading on GME, and uh, I, I'm still loading on GME. Oh, okay. So, yeah, it's it's not uh, it's it's kind of it's something that uh, you know we had our little mini Moas, I guess you could say, um, but like it's it's not it's not what we uh, we're in it for something different than a lot of people are. Like I know there's a lot of people that are in it for money, a lot of people are in it for change. Um, but now we're just, now we're in it for just change. Yeah. If we can make a difference. Well, I, I feel like, you know, regarding that, uh, the GameStop saga, I feel like, you know, it, really a lot of people, you know, jumped on it because of the potential for change. Um, yes. and you know, I, I think, you know, it doesn't take uh, a genius to look at the, the state of society and, and the economy and, 
and and realize that something's not working as it should be. Um, and you know when you when you dig into the GameStop stuff, um, you know that that becomes even more readily apparent. Um, so, you know about your history with GameStop. I mean, you are you know it sounds to me like you're you know full fledged crayon eating banana smuggling. GameStop <laughs> 100%. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I'll, I'll admit you know, I I was in it for well. I, I can't say was, I'm still in it, but, um, you know, I was, I was less Zen than I am now for quite some time. I'll just say that. Oh, me too. Um, oh, me too. And, you know, I, I'll just say that it's nice to see, um, a little bit of green in the past couple of days. <laughs> so I do still look at it, but not, you know, not like I used to. Um, I used it, to be it, in wall street bets discord every morning at 9am, you know, talking to everybody and trying to figure out what the play for the day was. And, yeah, and then uh, and then the, the squeeze happened, and I haven't traded since. I've just been holding bags. <laughs> but they're they're beautiful bags. They are. That's true. No, then they'll yeah. be they'll be deliciously green at some point in the future. I hope. <laughs> no, I, I believe in it. No, I, I'm I'm a hundred percent a firm believer. Like I, well, and it's funny. Like talked about Zen. I you know <laughs> I'll be honest. Before the marketplace, you know I I. What I, I was in debt at that time, you know, I, I was just working and just basically paying off interest on my credit card the entire time. And even then I was still loading up Jamie here and there. And, you know, at one point I was very panicky about, you know, the, the stock, even though I held on to it, I had those moments of like not Zen. And before the marketplace launched, um, I actually reached like a state where, literally any swing in the price i i could give two shits like i i really did not care and it's even the same now i just i don't care um because i don't know i i i firmly believe it that, that the dd is right and you know i used to have thoughts of maybe i'm crazy maybe we all are you know regarded uh but uh yeah it's i don't know i i feel the same as i as i used to pre and, and post marketplace well, that's interesting. I know, I know some people do and some people don't, um, you know, I, I don't really know how I feel about it right now. Um, uh, but I'm, I'm still holding and I'm, I'm trying not to think about it. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll just keep on keeping on. Right. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's, uh, circle back to, uh, the NFT side of things. Um, so I, I know that you have worked with a lot of creators, um, you know, mm -hmm. collabing and doing, you know, doing your cards. Um, you know, is there is there an artist that you've worked with, um, or or is it uh, I should say, is there an artist that you haven't worked with that that you that you want to or that you haven't had a chance to yet? Um, let me think. An artist that I haven't worked with. I mean. You know, I, I did a I did a piece. I made a Ya Boy Nancy before the marketplace dropped. Right. And like I, I have you one know, of those. I made it <laughs> yeah, I made like a like an old style card. And then when the marketplace was gonna launch, I was like, Hey, are you cool if I like mint this one on the marketplace too? Because I I mean I'm in love with it. It's it's I laughed so hard when I made it. And um but when I think about it, I wanna do like a full fledged collab with him on the marketplace and i don't think it's out of the question for sure i think i could probably talk to lovely or something but that's yeah, yeah that's what that's one artist i want to do and um like a full lofty llama collab would be good i mean a, a club with you would be cool too <laughs> I, I there's a lot of artists i want to work with um but uh, yeah those those three you know like they're pretty pretty big uh pre-marketplace mm -hmm. uh creators and um yeah, it, it just would be a lot of fun, I think, to just, you know, make some stuff with the OG community. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you mentioned Lafi Llama. I know that you and you and him have sort of an interesting past. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you tell everyone about that? Oh, uh, sure. Uh, you know, Lafi, I, I don't even remember how I found Lafi. <laughs> I think it's because I was just following so many um nft profiles on on twitter and it just suggested this uh this piece by lofi and it was called uh believer i believe and i really really liked it and it was really heartwarming and very wholesome and i i commented on it and i was like 
like kind of like a scammer would comment on it. We're like, <laughs> hey, have you heard of our good Lord and Savior, Lair 2? And uh, he, he I, I don't know if he commented at that time, but like as time went on, I kept like commenting on his posts and being like, hey, have you looked into L2 yet? And eventually he bit. And, so he just stalked you know, him into submission. That's what it sounds like to me. Kinda actually, with like a you know a van outside his phone, you know, candy and everything. Now he he eventually was like interested in it. Um, I remember one of his pieces hadn't sold for quite some time, and I think he was feeling a little down. And um, I think that's when he like you know was was questioning whether I you know I, maybe he thought I wasn't legit at first, but I think he figured out pretty quickly I was literally in it to just get him on board into L2 because I thought like mm-hmm. people would really like his wholesome art and like I love it. So why why can't he just come over to like Lair 2 uh, into Loopring and uh yeah. Well I I can speak for everyone and say thank you for doing that because um you know I, I think Lafay is pretty unanimously loved in the community uh for everyone that he's interacted with. So uh, definitely, that's why I did it. <laughs> definitely a good addition to the community. I, I, I hats off to you on that one. Thanks. Yeah, he's he's a good guy. I I love him. Um. So regarding collabs, um, do you have anything in the works right now? I know I know you just released. Well, Robots just released the um, the ordinary bit uh, yesterday. I think it was. Or maybe it was this morning. I'm. Yeah. You know, LT time <laughs> is what I'm on. So. <laughs> yeah. No. I. Yeah. That one just came. I think today. Um. And uh, I really like it. He sent me it the other day and he showed me and, I, you know, I, it's like, it made me laugh because uh, people always it's the hair, about man. the hair. It's the uh, hair. The, oh, God. <laughs> it's, it's your, uh, uh, what do you call it? Emily just raised her eyebrows at me. Oh, God, stop, stop. <laughs> yeah, everybody knows the hair, man. You can't you go out in public. They're going to see you with that hair. Yeah, it's not, it's not that girl. It's kind of it's more like wavy. But, um, yeah, it's... It's fun to see like a lot of the collaborations that like come through that I don't even know about. Like some people just draw me and be like, "Is it cool if I like, you know, put this out there?" And that makes me happy. Well, you know, when I see that because I don't know, they it's their take and I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, there was that that collab. I'm trying to think of um another reason. Oh, Jamie's on on the marketplace. uh, We released Space Thick. Uh, the the song on my collabs collection and uh that's a song dedicated to goose's caboose i guess you could say and uh we i also did um my cyber crew collab which was the the cyber runner piece in tanashi that one took like two weeks of just straight drawing yeah there's a lot of animations in that one too yeah that took some time um so then t- i also Oh, sorry. I was just gonna say, tell us more about pixel animation. I mean, that you know, it's not something that a lot of people have uh, experience in. Um, it's a headache. Uh, sometimes I wish. <laughs> sometimes I wish I chose a different medium to get really heavily invested in. Uh, a lot of it's just how do I say? Um, there's a lot of techniques you can use in pixel art, and it's a lot of frame by frame animation. And choosing, you know, like, let's just say, let's just say you do something like vector art, uh, where you can squish and stretch for animating, you know, you can't really do that with pixel art the same way. So animating is very much a manual process of just sometimes, most of the time, actually redrawing the frames, uh, or manipulating and editing in such a way that it doesn't look awkward. So it's a lot of... It's just very time consuming, I guess you could say. Just very time consuming. Yeah, I can I can imagine. Uh, you know, we 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 talked with uh, HDZ uh, last week on on the the spotlight, and you know he does a little bit of pixel animation as well. Um, so you know I I know it's it's definitely not easy. Um, and like you said, it's not as easy as as you know like like some manipulating a vector where you can stretch it and mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, so you know regarding um, you know, regarding the the pixel art animation, um, your like your collections have been getting kind of more intricately animated as as you've you know obviously gotten better and better, and more skilled at pixel art. Um, what what kind of tricks have you learned to help you help you you know help you help you get that far? Um, you know, I don't know if it's 
any tricks per se. I think it might just be like consistency at the craft. I think I'm getting just faster okay. as I keep going. Um, I don't think I've applied any new uh, any new techniques, or I could have could have subconsciously, but nothing that I've like noted down specifically to say, oh, that that's how I could you know achieve this more efficiently. Um, it, I think it more just has to do with the fact that I'm drawing so consistently and I'm able to speed up the process. Okay. Because, you know, uh, there's obviously a lot of pixel artists in the, the L2 community. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, um, you know, if you have any kind of tips that would benefit them in their learning process, um, you know, I'm sure that that's something that they would, that they would want to hear from you about. Oh, um, oh yeah. I, I do have some tips. Um, uh, it, it, you know, a lot, a lot of pixel artists, they struggle heavily with like, uh, um, palettes. And I think that's one of the hardest part about pixel art is, you know, I used to use a lot of different palettes because I hadn't learned how to hue shift, um, properly. So, uh, if, if you're having problems with, you know, coming up with a good color palette for highlights and shadows, you can check out a website called low spec, L O S P E C. Uh, it has a lot of palettes that are created by pixel artists to like achieve certain looks and shade a little bit easier and kind of kind of bring your pieces to life wow exciting i didn't yeah i i'm personally I, the only time i've done pixel art was the um sloth ornament that i most recently made uh, as a collab with uh Kobanbon. and <laughs> you know that was my first time ever using a sprite i had <laughs> i actually purchased a sprite uh about six months ago when mm -hmm. you know i was talking with you about some some uh i forget what it was at the time but uh now i never actually used it until you know kabonbon asked if i wanted to make an ornament and he only gave me 16 by 16 pixels and i was like god oh, dude <laughs> how i can't work with this <laughs> 16 by 16 is actually pretty tough and actually you reminded me i totally i literally wrote down that i needed to make an ornament and i never got around to it because oh, i was swan i'm so i'm still sad because <laughs> i thought about that the other day that i just completely missed the opportunity i was actually going to draw a little goose butt but uh oh, man, that would have been awesome <laughs> Yeah, because even so they put that into the, um, the 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 build a worm software where and you could like put your own ornaments on the tree and then mint it. You know, I might um, I might still ask if if that's a thing that I could probably do. They probably say yeah, so yeah, maybe I'll still, do still it. put it in there for you. I I, I haven't yeah. checked it myself to see if it's still up, but um, but yeah, I, I know Kabonbon would be excited about it. Yeah, no, I'll definitely look into it and like, um. Speaking speaking on collabs, um, I have some in the works. Um, like I'll, I'll just maybe I'll just say one of them, and then I can. I, I'm not like officially allowed to talk about the yeah, other give ones. Give us the juicy details, man. Uh, no, just I just have one um, collab that should be coming out pretty soon, and that's with uh, Miso Soup. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, it's it's a good one. Uh, it's pretty. It's God, pretty I can great. only imagine how crazy that's going to be if Miso's involved. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little wild. Hey, so, there's got to be an explosion at the end. If there's not an explosion at the end, it's not a Miso approved. There, there's an yes, there's an explosion at the end. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll be happy then. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's one that's going out soon, and um, yeah, I do. I have some others, but I, I like. I have been sworn to not speak of them. I'm not allowed to, but yeah, there's there's some other ones. Actually, I do have <laughs> I do have an announcement um, that I, I I guess well, let me just double check if he said it was okay. Okay, he said it was okay. So okay, so Protocol Gemini is is hosting uh, an ordinary Adam Goose Fest tomorrow in the metaverse, what? and I think yeah, I think they're gonna announce it tonight so i asked him if it was cool if i just talked about it here and he said yeah it's fine like uh i mean uh ryan keggy and he he's like yeah it's it's good so we're gonna we're gonna have a, a goose fest and it's gonna be cool because you know if you attend you there's gonna be a place where you can like redeem like you know like say you went and you know something make it sent out you know if you attend so that's actually gonna be tomorrow i don't know the exact time uh, should you should see something coming out like an announcement? Okay. Yeah. Is so this that, gonna that, be like the uh, the cyber crew party that we had in spatial the other day? That's right, but this one is a little different. 
It's, awesome. uh, I feel like they're, I had a, they're I had a getting great time there. at that one. So if it's anything like that, I'm going to have a blast. It's it's cool. They they're they've got their handle better on on spatial. That's for sure. It's really yeah. I like what they've set up. Yeah, the um, I, I didn't even get. I didn't even try to solve that puzzle in the in the cyber crew one. Like, <laughs> I, I didn't even try. <laughs> it took me it took me like thirty minutes to figure out how to navigate the controls in spatial because it's the first time I had used it. And then it took me another thirty minutes to actually create my avatar because you know it's like, it's like um, like an RPG basically. You have a yep. million options. But I think I, I think I did pretty well. There's a screenshot floating around on Twitter of my uh, I saw. spatial character. <laughs> Made me laugh pretty hard. There's a video I saw. Yeah, yeah, I was uh, dancing in there with uh, Rowitz last night and his yeah. and his uh, spatial thing that he just made. So yeah, it's, it's pretty exciting. Um, and I know you know Protocol Gemini. Um, you know they they've got you know sort of a, a you know a similar thing coming out soon with their Metagate. So I'm I'm super excited for that. Oh, I'm pumped. Yeah, I'm very pumped. Like Protocol Gemini and like Shrike is is one of the coolest guys. Yeah. I just I deeply respect him. He he's just very legit. Yeah, he's a super cool guy. And you know, because we've been uh, you know, in the 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 GameStop launch creator community for for a long time, like we you know, we kind of know me and you kind of know Shrike a little bit more than some of the other people mm-hmm. that have come on later cuz you know, we just had that like it was such a camaraderie before before launch, um, between everybody that was you know well I would say I don't want to say everybody but because <laughs> we, we did have ratio in the chat for a long time but um, we, we love your ratio um, if you're listening <laughs> he's gonna say it's Razio okay <laughs> okay 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 well it's not but you know whatever <laughs> yeah um, okay so I just have a couple more questions um, just to you know wrap things up here um, regarding just NFTs that you may have in your wallet. Um, like, what would you say is your favorite one that you have from, you know, like another creator? Oh boy, that's a tough one. Um, let me let me open up my wallet for a sec. I mean, I'm gonna have to scroll for a little bit. Oh, that's cheating uh, though. <laughs> no, you know what? It's like I purchased a few back on. Actually, you know what? I love, and I don't even know if this was released on the marketplace. Um, I think it was a, a loop ring. It could be pre pre yeah. loop. Oh, okay. Yeah. Then I, there's this one by Lafi Llama, and I, I believe it's the one of him sit like his his little llama sitting in front of the uh, TV playing video games with all the little animals behind him. I really I don't know that one. I think is one of my favorite ones, as well as his. Uh, he's got a comic that I, I really like uh, that he released about. Uh, I think it was like the Lafi Llama holding the flashlight, talking about being big versus small. Oh um, yeah, that one. Yeah, that's a favorite of mine too. I just really like his wholesome stuff. It just, I don't know, it makes me happy. Yeah, I have his first two uh, comic collections before he got on um, on the marketplace, and yeah, nobody's getting those for me. I don't care how many. Yeah, they're, they're invaluable. I have. I don't care if I give away every other NFT. You're not getting those. <laughs> Yeah, no, a big fan. And I like Pern and Penn's work too. I, I bought a few of his. Um I've got a Miso Soup one that I'm in love with. Um yeah, no, the, there's a lot of creators that just have some wonderful NFTs and yeah, I I, I have some favorites, that's for sure. Yeah, I'm sure. I, I mean we all do well, some that we just, you know, we have to pry it from our cold dead hands sort of NFTs. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I definitely have some of those. Um, so, um, you know, regarding NFTs and everything and, and, um, you know, the, the past that, that, you know, we share as, as launch creators, um, you know, what would be your favorite memory if you had to come up with one, you know, regarding, you know, either creating (sighs) NFTs or buying NFTs or just, you know, anything regarding that, like, what do you look back on fondly? Um, so, okay. So shortly after launch, I received a lot of messages uh, from people and those messages were something, it was something I didn't expect because to be honest with you, I didn't expect to sell out. I didn't expect to do very good at all. I just thought, Hey, cool. I got in. Um, So I didn't anticipate much at all. And, and the messages that I got were, um, People saying things like, uh, there was one guy that said, 
that I had helped him clear his debt and I gave him a second shot at life. And uh, there was another person that said they paid their electricity and um, uh, what was it? Their, their grocery bill for the month. Um, another person said that I helped pay for their down payment, you know, that their, their wife really wanted to, to get a place and, you know, like, thank you for, you know, like your NFTs helped so much. And that was something I, kind of like i didn't expect i got emotional when i saw (laughs) but it wasn't it just it wasn't expected that i would be able to help anybody because a lot of my my life has been a bit of a, a struggle and i never thought i would make any sort of like impact on the world so i think my favorite memory is just um helping people and just receiving those messages of of like people saying hey like you helped me like pay for something that I couldn't. Oh, someone said they paid their tuition. That's another one. They even oh. sent me a screenshot. They said they paid their tuition for the year with my, my FTs, which was that's kind of big. amazing. Yeah. 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 So I think that's my favorite part. Well, that's, that's, that's amazing. I mean, you know, I, I can, you know, corroborate that, you know, I got some of that kind of stuff too, but you know, nowhere near to, to what, you know, I'm sure that, that you received, um, you know, with the the amount of volume and the amount of uh, you know trading that's that's gone on in your your collection, it's you know mm-hmm. it's awesome that it's given people a you know a way to to change their life uh, just using blockchain and, and NFTs. I mean, that's I feel like that's sort of what we all want. You know, um, at least that's what we should all want uh, is you know is, is to provide a medium where people can um, can change their lives and you know and and just just the fact that it's it's off our arc um you know it, it's it's not really important it's it's the fact that you know the you know the the opportunity is there uh, whereas you know in web 2 or or you know prior to blockchain technology and nfts you know that that you know you, you'd have to be you stuck um day trading in the market you know trying to navigate pattern day trade laws and and whatnot to try and make a, a you know a way for yourself outside of you know a, a fiat job or something like that so so yeah it's it's super exciting you know the the um the ability for for you know web3 and nfts to to really do that kind of thing yeah and I, that's it's kind of like that 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 reason that my favorite thing was the reason i actually changed um the the way my cards function like um i, I think like when i got into the deeper I got into drawing, um, you know, it became about just pushing art out. You know, I I was having a little less fun for a while. Um, so I wanted to kind of get that feeling again where, you know, because of the market was, you know, it got a little slower. Mm-hmm. And I still wanted people to to make money off of my cards. And it was becoming harder to do so because, you know, liquidity is, is slowing. That's It's just the way the world is right now. And so, like, I changed my cards into, like, the pixel system. And I don't know if you know anything about the way they function, but um, the way it works is, like, I release cards for $1, and then those cards are worth pixels. And um, the more pixels you have, the higher chance you have to have a, 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 a unique card dropped into your wallet on what I call pack opening day. It's like going to the store and getting like a random pack of cards and finding like a shiny Pokemon. And the idea behind it was that um, the $1 cards would essentially fund the airdrops and the creation of the cards. And, you know, people would be able to collect these unique cards that they could either hold on to and, and play with, you know, you know, I have a partnership with Speak and they're we're going to be coming with the card game. We're joining in on them, but they can either hold on to it for the card game or they can sell it and make a profit. And the thing I've noticed is, you know, a lot of people are <laughs> able to sell uh, the unique cards that get dropped into the wallet. So, you know, uh, it's it's really cool people are still able to make money um, off the cards uh, because, you know, people are trying to build pixels to, to get more airdrops. And yeah, it's, it's kind of, it, it's, it's brought back the cycle at the beginning of the launch where people have been able to, to make money and just enjoy collecting. So, yeah. 
Very nice. And do uh, do pixel toys factor into that uh, that calculation for pixels? Uh, no, I'm working on something for that. Um, not not per se the the factoring into the pixel system, but I'm going to try taking a different route with those. Okay. Yeah, because I have way more of those than I have cards, so <laughs> I, you know it's a selfish question. <laughs> no, I'm working on something, so so don't worry. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, and by the way, um, regarding pixel toys, um, for those of you who have asked the question in the Artist Spotlight chat, we're going to be giving away a Community Globe from the uh, Ordinary Items Pixel, uh, Pixel Toy Collection. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're going to be giving that out uh, to those who you know, we're going to give away after the, after the show's over. And, uh, you know, one of those people who asked the question is going to win that globe. Um, and, yeah, I remember when I first got that, I looked at the price, and I, my, my jaw dropped. I was like, there's no way I could afford to buy that myself. <laughs> Which one? The, uh, the Community Globe. I know it's, it's, it's gone down a lot since then, but um, it's, yeah, it's still, oh, yeah, it's still a really nice yeah. one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to be giving that out. And, um, yeah, I just had, um, you know, one, a couple final questions for you just to wrap up. Um, but is there anything that you, you want to touch on before, uh, before we kind of wrap things up here? Um, I mean, not really. I, you know, I just uh, try to come hang out at the event tomorrow. It's, it's literally called, like, Goose Fest. So it's oh, going to have some there, fun sure. stuff in it. Yeah, it's, it's – so um, uh, Jamie Ince, the guy who helped make the uh, Space Thick track, you know, he has a full set going uh of all his music and it's it's actually really good so i mean you know come hang out over there um you know i have a discord if, if you like you know uh joining up and and you know joining rumbles and stuff like that come hang out we do rumbles almost every day and we give out cards during our rumbles so nice. there's that um yeah not, nothing really to be honest i'm just uh i'm just probably gonna be drawing after this <laughs> all right excellent um, well, you know, everyone that, uh, that came to tune in, uh, we really appreciate you, you know, uh, coming and hanging out with us while we, we talked to Ordinary Adam about his life and his collection and, um, you know, make sure that you follow him on Twitter and check out his, his collections. Um, also, you know, we just posted the discord link, uh, in the artist spotlight chat, uh, as well. So make sure you guys go over there and, uh, join those, get some free cards, uh, do some rumbles and stab some people. Oh, actually, I might have something for you. Um, yeah, I'll do a giveaway of it. We have a uh, we have bulb heads coming out on on this Saturday, and it's it's a generative collection on Loop Exchange, and I will I will send a you a bulb head. Yeah, it's it's something that um, I don't know if you saw, but it's a, a collection of light bulbs with different accessories, and they're literally called bulb heads, and they look ridiculous. Um, Emily has been studying 3D art, and she made these funny, uh, funny bulb heads. It's trait based, and I can throw it in the chat. But I can also, um, I can also send you one to give away. But please only give it away after Saturday. Um, okay, we can do that. So I'll throw it in the chat, and then there's an L2 rarity. I don't, is let there, me, you know uh, what? Is there a reason you're not releasing this on GameStop? Yeah, because uh, I wanted to, you know, we, we, we thought it would be a good idea to just throw as many GME references in it as we can because oh, okay. we're, we're, we're neutered over there. Um, <laughs> Going back to so, the old school days where you're just memeing for meme's sake, huh? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, I see crayons and all brick by brick. Good Lord. This is this is yeah. old school Adam here. Yeah, so I'm, I'm messing around with that. Um Oh, nice. You got a pixel, people. That means you're an OG holder, right? You didn't buy that after, right? That's that's great. I like seeing that. You got a rare one. Sorry, it's just one of the viewers. Oh, um, oh he posted. Yeah. 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 You got some uh, some really diehard supporters in, in here who have a lot of your old stuff that have just been sitting on it. So That, that makes me happy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, just, just from, uh, you know, Coming from Superstock or you know WSB to Superstock to here, I mean, you know, you got a, a lot of fans. So uh, I'm, let me. Uh, everybody's going to be super excited, you know, for this bulb heads. I'm sure I'll try and pick one up as well. They're ridiculous. Like, I mean, it's 
<laughs> it's quite a funny collection. Like if you if you go to the Rarity website, Fudgy put out a new Rarities website. I'm sure you've seen it. And uh, he, we oh, got all that actually. Um, oh no, I, mean, I linked it in chat. Oh oh okay, I see. Yeah, so I'm, like I haven't seen this. Did he announce this? No, he yeah he did. Um, he kind of he got bored on the weekend and he built this and like oh, I talked okay. to him and I'm like hey can I get that on there and he's like yeah dude let's do it. Um, yeah he just he I don't know he gets bored and he builds stuff so. Um, if you want something on there, um, poke him. Yeah, I'll reach out and, to him. Yeah, but yeah, it's 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 got we've got over got like two over two hundred and something traits on these things and they're ridiculous like. The brain is, you know, it's got a brain trait, which is like extra wrinkled purple crayon. The mouth is blue bubblegum, green glasses, uppy downy eye. Like it's just stupid, but it's fun. And uh, let me let me see which one I should. I should send you a purple one. I feel like Bumbleberry reminds me of purple. Let's let's give you a. Okay, I, I think oh, I got yeah. one here. Give me a good one. <laughs> okay, <laughs> scroll down. Go, go look at Rags sixty five. I think I'm gonna give you rank sixty-five. Oh, rank sixty-five. Okay, hold on. Yeah, is there just Bumbleberry at, at Loopring? Uh huh. Okay, just make sure you you send it to someone after Saturday so they don't like list it and try to fleece people. Yeah. Sure. These are gonna be six six point nine LRC, so they're they're cheap. Um, it's just more of a fun collection for the community. That's pretty much it. Let's see, oh, sixty-five is a good one. Hold on, I'm gonna put it. Yeah. I'm gonna post it in the chat for people. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm scrolling. That thing. I'm scrolling in the uh, my wallet right now to try to get to to send it to you because look at those teeth. Like, they're nice <laughs> teeth. Um, that one, the teeth are called um, teeth. Teeth, nice. I love yeah. it. All right. Well, I guess uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up here. Um, Adam, thank you so much for for coming out um, and you know sitting through my uh, you know interrogation of you about your project and your life and all that. <laughs> it was fun and stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I had a good time chatting with you. Um, you know, uh, like I said, everybody who's who's in the audience, uh, thanks for coming out. You guys, you know, go support Ordinary Adam as much as you can. Um, you know, he's uh, a great artist, a great person, and you know, he's just going to be going doing even even better and more amazing things from here. So just keep an eye out. Thanks uh, for the invite, man. Yep, yeah, not a problem. All right, we're going to wrap it up here. Y'all have a great night.